Okay, so what about an idea to help like the climate initiative and stuff is like we put a big ass countdown like like clock, like a big giant machine and it like um and it's basically means like you have like a year to cut the city's carbon emissions by like 20%, 10% or 30% or like you know something like cut it down or like the people of that city to use less and stuff and then so like we have a big ass timer and just like in the middle of the city or somewhere or in they can be in different locations too and like so it would be in like the metropolitan area and then um like every day there can be somebody with tips and stuff like that like people can be active like activists around there and then but also more importantly like solutions like every day on the news we pay the local news people to say the like the tip of the day like oh glass is better than plastic or like oh this company is um making water in um in a box in a box instead of uh, a plastic water bottle or you know like the tip of the day and then um like zero waste solutions and stuff like that and then like for the cities and stuff like that you can say oh we if you have any bikes that you want to sell we can uh you can send them to the local office or something and anybody who wants to lower their commission their emissions they can pick up a bike a free bike something like that you know and then just getting people involved and then so and then like like every week talking about like the latest stuff that's going on or like um informing the people what's going on and stuff like that like paying the news people to really be on it stuff like that and and then like news people just saying hey we have we have like 200 more days until we see the results of our blah 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 like because Okay, I think psychologically like timers are a scary thing. Like because it's just like, oh, it keeps getting lower. Like it's like that procrastination like idea of like, oh, 365 days. Okay, we have a long time to meet our goal and stuff. And people who don't even care about it, they still want to see you win. You know, like they still want to be like, yeah, we won. Like we got our goal. you know and plus like that's playing the idea of like a winner that's playing the idea of like uh like not failing uh reaching a goal being a community um plus also like countdowns are sort of scary cuz like remember like in kindergarten when the teacher would be like five like i want you to be silent in five four three and then like everybody would be shut up like so yeah like for some reason countdowns work to some degree and yeah and plus if it's like reiterated so many times over the news 
people will just be like subconsciously thinking about it during the day and so they'll make like little choices and stuff and then like on the news and stuff or like a facebook group or whatever people can be saying what you know like their solutions are like or what carbon good deed they did and nancy could be like oh you know what i brought my i brought my own bags to the grocery store instead of getting the plastic bags like shit like that so yeah so that's an idea And even if it's just done for one year, so, and then we can have, like, 30-day challenges and stuff like that of, like, keeping up with a blogger or something like that. And, okay, and so, even if, you know, like, the next year, Like, let's say that, like, they cut their emissions a little bit, right? But then the next year, it's not as good as when they cut it back. Like, it goes up a little bit. But the thing is, it's still going to be much better than when people... It's probably going to be better than when people never heard about the challenge or whatever. And not even... And the thing is, it could be, like... Instead of, like, a city thing, it could be, like, a national thing. Like, yeah. Like, we'll have it in, like, major cities. Like, in, like the countdowns in every major city of the state. So, yeah. That'd be cool. And then there could be people, like, coming into the news station or whatever, or, like, flyers for, like, solar installations, or, like, like, are, like, making your house, like, greener, or, like, saving you money, stuff like that, like, refabricating your house, um, like, a salesman, there can be somebody talking about a whole bunch of shit. Okay, so I was watching National Geographic and I've been watching it for like a month or so and it's so fucking good. But anyways, so I watched this documentary about how like they're creating zones where like like fishermen can't fish anymore and stuff like that and so basically the idea is that like a hundred years ago or whatever like we created the first national park or whatever and um yellowstone and so you know to protect it and like watch and stuff and now we have like national parks everywhere and like state parks and like that's awesome right and and like other countries are following um like following the footsteps of that and it's helped a lot of protecting the wildlife in those regions but what if we did the same thing to the ocean okay so like 
and so and there's already zones like um i think like hawaii has um like sort of like a national park i forgot what islands like so in the border of the islands and stuff like that and some of them um like fishermen can't fish there because like and the idea is to protect like and create zones where there is the um the fish or whatever like this like species um they like where they mate and like where they feed and so like we can keep the like the population up and stuff like that like or at least stable but yeah like what if we did that at a bigger state because okay the ocean is huge right but we're already fucking up the like the ocean like a lot like like a lot like our coral reefs are going everything and like species are dying fish are dying because we're overfishing them they're getting caught in the net whatever blah 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 hopefully if you're a climate activist you know this stuff or you know a decent human being who has knowledge but but i'll give you a summary like we need our oceans to survive first first of all our oceans, they capture a shit ton of, like, pollution that we put out from factories, buildings, energy, and stuff. So we put out these um, chemicals in the air and stuff like that, and pollution and stuff, and CO2, and methane and stuff. And ocean, along with trees, but currently, um, right now we're talking about oceans. Oceans, they, like, they capture that, the, the pollutants or whatever the chemicals and they soak it in and so they sort of like take the brunt work of it so that we don't have like extreme um like increases in temperature and stuff like that but it's getting to a point where we have so many chemicals in the air where the ocean itself which is like literally like the earth is like literally made up of ocean and so like, where the ocean itself can't, like, take all of this brunt work of all the chemicals we're putting in the air, and along with trees, too, and so we need to protect the oceans because, like, they, um, help us keep, like, keep the chemicals at bay and stuff like that, but also there's so many things in the ocean that we don't even know, like, we've only, like, um, like, discovered, like, 5% of it or whatever, and not even, it might be, like, 1%, but, it's just like there's all these species and animals that we have to protect there because like there's beautiful things like whales dolphins orcas sharks and sharks are really important for the coral reefs because if you have sharks near a coral reef that means that's the that's the sign that a coral reef is healthy and it's good but if the coral reef doesn't have sharks and or an abundance of it it means that it's not healthy or that it's dying and yeah and like that's a no-no and so yeah like if we can get protection zones and like in um by coral reefs is a big one um but also um protecting like the major food cycle you know like the sharks the whales the orcas whatever this that and then also the food that they eat themselves and protect their breeding where they like where they mate and stuff, but also where they feed or like where they gather. Um, I think like that's a big one, especially where they breed. And yeah, and 
Because the thing is, how are these fishermen catching them? They're probably catching them when they're breeding or something. Or, yeah, like... And plus, we're overfishing them just... Like, we can get by with not having fish. Or having much, like, less of it. And, yeah... Like, we're overfishing them to the, ex- like, to the extent where so many are going extinct and they're just dying. They're just outright dying. And they're not, and, like, so many fish, they get wasted, too. Like, think about the ones that they just throw out. Or, like, the, the ones that people don't buy. And it's just, yeah. And it's just, like, literally we're creating this factory of this killing machine and just for the own purpose of, like, eating it, but, like, some are not going to eat it, and, yeah, and plus, like, we literally, we are smart enough, and we have the resources, especially in America, if you're an islander, you sort of need, um, and your nutrition, and your food, and stuff like that, you need fish, because you have a lack of resources for other foods. But America, it's, like, it's one of the most developed countries in the world, you know? Argumentably the most developed. And so we have the resources to, like, not have so much fish or, like, even cut it out completely and stuff. Especially, um... Especially from the oceans. Stuff like that. And because it's, it's sort of like a luxury, you know? And... Because it's, it's like we can get the um, the proteins and all that stuff from other things. Like, we have other sources of it. Yeah. But anyways, I think, you know, like, if I ever fight for climate change or some sort of bill, I think it would, like, a big one would be creating, like, national ozone, ocean zones to protect the breeding zones of species of, like, the ocean species and stuff like that, like, the animals, just like what we do with the national parks, and, um, like, if there needs to be, like, a sort of an income to help, I don't know, like, protect it or something, like, a very, very, very eco-friendly tourist stuff, I don't think, like, I think tourism needs to go way more eco-friendly, but, yeah, yeah, like, I would love to see that, and just, like, one day, just seeing the whole, like, a big, giant section of all of the ocean borders of America just being protected by water. Like, being protected by this law that says you can't fish anywhere near here. Because, you know, like, what surprised me is when I was watching National Geographic is just, like, there's whales that show up to California. And, like, that's fucking amazing. in Florida. And it's just, like, that's us. Like, that's near us. I thought that they always just happen in the middle of the ocean, but it's not. And it's... Or Hawaii and, like, you know, like, the sharks there and stuff. And it's, like, it's so cool. And it's just, like, there are these beautiful things that we don't even understand. And there's, yeah, and there's so many of them, you know. And, like, whales are just, like, the big ones so that I, I can name. I'm not, like, I'm not too educated on the other animals. And it's just, yeah, I think it's just fucking amazing. And I think it's, like, our duty to protect them. Because we're the one damaging them the most. So, yeah, creating, like, a zone where we protect their breeding is, like, a must. And I think, like, I think that'll help a lot. Yeah. And, like, 
creating zones for um coral regions and stuff yeah all right maybe even like like zones where you just like first like you can't fish anywhere near here but also like maybe driving zones you know because like sometimes like accidents happen where the oil spills or um what the fuck are boats producing that's chemicals into their and but like what if like so you know how we have like traffic zones and stuff and roads and you can't go on certain areas of the road right but like what if we did that with the ocean like a set path yeah so that like you know like something with an engine isn't um closing near a a coral reef or a or a you know like an area where um animals are mating so yeah Okay, so, um, I go to, like, a park nearby my house, and it's, like, um, like, a trail and stuff, and there's, like, lakes and trees. It's really pretty, and, like, every time I go, like, I'm always amazed at, like, the beauty of it all, and just, like, it is so beautiful, and, you know, like... Like, there's the sun, and there's the lake, and then all these beautiful trees. And then there's, like, ducks swimming around. And, you know, like, when I go camping, like, and I'm I'm always amazed at, like, what I see, or even if I'm just driving, I'm like, Dad, look. And he's like, uh-huh, yeah. And that uh-huh, like, uh-huh, yeah, I get it. Like, and it's just like, oh, I've seen it before. And... Like, I hope I never get to that point. I hope I'm always, like, in, like, astonishment of just, like, of this, like, the beauty of it all. And I hope that I never lose the awe factor and just go, "Uh uh-huh, yeah. Like, same old, same old. And, yeah, I just, I just hope I'm always amazed at stuff like this in views like this, even if it's so simple, even if it's just a single tree, you know? Like today, I saw, like in the living room, the light was hitting the carpet just right, and I saw a rainbow, and there was like a really cool rainbow, and it was just like streaks of it, and I was just in astonishment because the colors were so vibrant, and it was like so many layers. It wasn't just you know, like a rain rainbow, you know? It was just like a full on, like a pride flag basically. And it had like different shades of purple and the blues and it was so cool. And it was just like, man didn't make that. It was just, it was, it was nature. And it was just like the universe, the law of it, whatever. And I was just like looking at it for a long time and I like showed my parents and they were like, oh, that's cool. And like, you know, it's just yeah I just hope I keep on noticing stuff like that and I I hope that I keep on caring about it I hope that like over the years I don't get bored of it you know and like lose my caringness of it or like lose the awe factor 
And the more I get, you know, like, like, the more I get, like, an awe for, like, nature and stuff like that and the environment, the hurt, the more I hurt, you know, whenever I see a piece of trash by the lake or a tree or even just on the side of the road when I'm driving. And it just, like, there's, like, a little ping or just, like, this, like, this sudden guilt, even if it wasn't me. And it's just, like, the guilt is, like, oh, humanity. And then the other guilt is, like, I'm not picking it up or I choose not to. At the end of the day, I choose not to pick it, pick each and one of them up. And I know I can. And, and it, like, I don't know if it's really my job to, but there's this guilt. And I think it's rightfully placed, you know? And sometimes the guilt is too much where there's, like, a big chunk of trash right in front of me and, I like, I pick it up, you know? But there's just, like, so much of it. And, like, the more I watch, like, National Geographic and, like, all these animals that are so beautiful, they're just... They're being hurt by us and they're eating plastic and they're getting into their digestive system and they're dying because they're choking from like being caught in plastic debris and it's just like that's just a factor like they already have to go through so much shit just to survive until adulthood like that's just another factor that we don't have to put out there and, like, there's better ways to, like, you know, than to use plastic. And, like, we did it. Like, plastic wasn't here 160 years ago, you know? And and now it's, like, slowly starting to, like, decrease. And I hope that I keep, like, I don't think, I think it's unrealistic to see disposable, like, um, non-disposable, like, I think we're always going to be, to some degree, a throwaway culture or stuff like that. But I hope, like, we get to the point where our throwaway is, like, really, really biodegradable or really fast biodegradable, you know? Or that there's laws in place where we can track, like, we can say, hey, Coca-Cola, like, I saw, like, it was sort of an ad. It was like, yo, Coca-Cola, I just saw this, uh, I just saw your pop can in the middle of the ocean, what you gonna do about it, you know? And sort of like call up, call them out on it because, and that's also another issue, like should it be, um, should the plastic, like the return of the plastic be held in the hands of citizens or should it be held in the hands of the company, you know? So, yeah. But anyways, going back to more positive stuff, yeah, I'm just like looking at a really incredible view, and I just, I hope it doesn't change, you know, or that it changes for the better, and that I see less plastic around me, yeah, and I hope I keep my awe factor of all of it, so yeah. Okay, so, I want... 
Minneapolis and like metropolitan area to join this thing called C40 cities, which is where big giant cities like record like pollution rates and stuff like that and like get data and then they try to reduce their carbon footprint and because cities are like 70% of what um, contributes to um, the climate issue, like in terms of like, because like cities are like the, where the biggest population of people are, right? And so probably the w most waste occurs there. And so I think I wanna ask Governor Tim Waltz to join C40 cities and like make a plan to because I, I do think that he cares about the um, the climate issue and stuff like that um, but I want him to join it to really enforce that in the long term that they have to do something about it and like they have to keep on giving updates to the people but also like give it to the world and stuff like that and we can get a better idea of what's going on in Minnesota and yeah and I think it was sort of started when um so Trump took us out of the Paris climate issue and stuff like that. And he said it was like costly or something, but we, we really need to be on it. Like we need to be, America needs to be like one of the, like the leaders in helping the climate issue because we are like literally the second um, contributor to global warming. Um, besides China. And that's ridiculous because China's population is like 1.1 billion and our population is 300 million. And they're almost as, like they're pretty close to being as developed as we are. And yet for the amount of people, they're not using like like per capita, we're using more like carbon, like we're causing more um, global warming. And that's ridiculous because we actually do have a pretty sort of small population when it comes to the size of it, size of our country. And, and like India, which is like population of two, one, one billion, something like that. It's like number three, four, and like, that's crazy because it should be the more people, the more like pollution you're causing. But it just shows that it's just like the way we're consuming stuff. It's just ridiculous. And yeah, and I think we're gonna greatly, greatly, greatly um, regret going out of the Paris Agreement. I hope if Biden gets elected, when Biden gets elected, right? Hopefully, um, he gets us back in there. I really do. Like that's, I think that's a big one that I want for sure. 
Um, but yeah, at least cities can sort of do their own thing a little bit sometimes and have their own plans for climate issues. And states can do their own thing too. So states have power. So I'll try to go in that route for the climate issue. Yeah, and so, yeah, and I already explained what, like, C40 cities do, but. Oh, and guess what? Like, Ethiopia, um, the capital of it, Addis Ababa, they're a part of it, too. Now I'm going to just make me happy. And, like, big cities like New York and, like, Chicago are part of it. And so, yeah, and, like, Los Angeles and stuff. Yeah, and I just, I want Minnesota to be in that too, in Minneapolis. So maybe, like, I was trying to think of how to persuade him. And, um, pathos, egos, and ethos or something like that. So, oh, logos. Logos, pathos, egos. And one is logic, one is emotion, and the other is like reasoning or like facts or whatever. And so just like show them some facts about like the statistics and then the emotional stuff, just say like, I literally don't have a future. Like my future is not certain. And my, um, I like something about like, I don't want kids because I can't ensure them a future um, when I die and I can't ensure them a planet that they that is livable and um we are destroying the only planet we have like the home we have um oh see if he has grandkids or something and see like I believe you have grandkids of your own and do you really want to leave them a future where they are having extreme cases of asthma where or like the fact that Minnesota might not have snow or um, we lose the our poles, and you know, and stuff like that. Get them like get personal with it, and then for like facts and stuff, just show some statistics, um, like when this needs to happen by what are the detrimental effects, and then. Um, Okay, so emotion, facts. Uh, what was that about? Reasoning? I don't know. But, yeah. And I think I want to send... So first I'll try to do an email. And then, so the email with, like, a, a document. And I'll try to send it to the Minneapolis... I mean, to Tim Waltz, um, Minneapolis... Um, mayor and then the St. Paul mayor as well and then see and then if like and then later on and then at the bottom of the the thing I can say oh um I think we should oh like if you want to call me my phone number is and set up a meeting or a FaceTime call oh and then also add something like um I hope, like, at the end, like, I hope you guys all stay safe with, um, and healthy with COVID-19, but also do not let this, like, f 
fog your memory or forget that climate change is occurring or that global warming is a threat, even though, like, like something like the pandemic is right in your face. Like the news coverings are all about the pandemic occurring right now, and um, um, like the pandemic is right now. So like. People are just like focusing on the pandemic, which is yeah, it, it, like it needs to be focused on. That's good, but um, the there is still a really big issue of climate change, which is just hovering over it, you know. And plus, add in stuff about how. Um, climate change will also increase the amount of pandemics that we have and the, and the amount of diseases, um, like about facts like that. And um, because with increase in temperatures, stuff that like was frozen over um, will like diseases that were like in ice for thousands, billions of years or whatever, um, like they're coming out now and that's fucking crazy. So talking about that and like, how are we gonna handle that? And we need to have a game plan and because, oh, and then say something like, we were not ready. We should have been ready for the pandemic, but we weren't. And, um, and then something along the lines of, we should have been ready for global warming, but yet again, we weren't and we knew about it um, since the early like 1950s, 70s at least. And it is, and we're, and we're just starting to pick up the pace and we need to start picking up the pace like more. Um, stuff like that, like talk about the urgency of it. Um, so I was like listening to Trump's like uh, it wasn't a rally. It was sort of a rally. But, like, um, his, like, presidential, he was like, oh, this is why I should be the president for four more years. He really didn't talk about what he did. He talked about other people mostly and bashed other people. But, like, that's him, so whatever you do, you do. Um, but he does this thing when he speaks, and it's sort of this persuasion technique where he will fucking slam the shit out of the other person where the audience is sort of scared. Like, he does this thing where, like, oh, if Biden gets elected, he will um, have a social agenda, um, this, this, that, and he will um, increase our taxes, and good people, good normal, average Americans, they will be in the downfall. And he does this thing where, like, um, where he really puts the fear into, um, his, um, the people who support him and, like, really sort of, um, grind the idea of, like, Biden as this evil man because he does this persuasion, of te um, technique of sort of fear and anger and stuff like that. And so... And like somewhat, it's sort of smart because it's working. And like that's the and like that's sort of how he won last time. And because like, and like sometimes I was even catching myself like, oh shit, what the fuck are you doing? Like, um, like when he started speaking about like 
like, oh, he's bad this, bad that. And then I, I was like, oh, shit, maybe he is bad and stuff. And the thing is, like, I'm a pretty, like, like right there in the middle for politics person and even, like, pretty common sense, right? And so, and and I have an open mind and whatever. So, like, if I am even having thoughts of, like, oh, shit, well, am I right? Am my thoughts right for politics? Then it like somebody who is sort of ignorant and not educated about both the parties and stuff like that it can be it can be like oh shit wow biden is really and they don't even question it they don't even question it at all because they just totally believe like he's this sort of um like this yeah and it's it's super weird to see but it's working for him unfortunately so yeah this is a really scary time in our life, and but hopefully the storm stops soon because it's been going, and I'm, I'm really tired of the storm, you know, and like we got, there's so much racial injustice that's occurring, and so many people are afraid right now, and you know, like black people are afraid, cops are afraid, and they're just killing each other, and and like, but like, they're just all afraid. And once you realize that both parties are afraid of just dying, then you sort of have this commonality sort of thing. I don't know how to explain it, but, and then, but, I'm sort of like the big picture person. And I think there will always be injustice, unfortunately. But the issue of, like, climate change and stuff like that, to some degree, it's sort of, like, the natural order of things of how, like, the climate, um, like, we have, the world has, um, air, like, moments in its life where it's really, really hot and then moments where it's really cold, right? Ice age and then whatever. But we, like, it shouldn't be happening now. That's the point. And then um, it's due to, like, the, and it's increasing, like, that time gap is happening increasingly because we have all these pollutants in this, um, in the environment, and we're increasing it at a dramatic rate. And the thing is, we're not ready for, like, to live in a really, really hot environment like Venus or what, yeah, I think it's Venus, yeah because like we're not adapt enough to and so yeah so i i just i don't want kids you know and but i want there to be a future i don't know why maybe it's just because of like you know like survival and stuff but i want there to be a future for kids and or if i adopt and whatnot so yeah So hopefully I can convince Tim Waltz and the governor of Minnesota to sign into the C40 cities thing and make a plan for climate change. Oh, and also add examples of like what we can do or like what other cities are doing to um, like 
prevent it and stuff like that.